Well, I will announce it. First show that you and I have been sober together. Yes, because we right. sober at different we're, times. Yeah. But we've never sobered at the same time. No. That's amazing. This should be the worst show yeah. we've ever had because so, yeah. we're not fucked we're up. We're warning all of you. <laughs> we're actually sober. So if, <laughs> we hope we don't disappoint you tonight. Yeah. Normally, yes, you know. And if you, th if you think we, it, improve, it might improve the show, then we can go get a cocktail and come back. Start all over again. Well, next week, if you, if you think we suck... We know we do, okay. but you can comment and right. say, "Hey, get back on the bottle." Who's on the? Who's our guest tonight? Who's a well, unfortunate enough to be here, also sober, or maybe not? I saw a Guinness around here somewhere. There is, but there was a Guinness floating around, but that was not us. <laughs> and you're English. Did you? Were you? I love you were. You were looking at that thing, huh? Yeah. You're like, oh, oh Guinness? Oh, Guinness? Oh my that's, God! Yeah, yeah. that's like, like dinner. Uh huh. Yeah. That's <laughs> your kryptonite, right? My son, who you know, I don't, don't mention that he <clears throat> took a trip to England. Yes. First thing he did when he got the hotel, uh, that hotel went to the pub and got a. Guinness. Yeah. And then took a picture and sent it to you and teased yeah. you? Yes. <laughs> Good morning, Dad. So is that like English porn? Taking a picture of a Guinness and sending it to somebody? <laughs> Tonight, everybody. Yes. We have Swell Cycle in the house. Tyler and Patricio. Patricio, you're the CEO? Yeah. Tyler, do you, you have a moniker? Yeah, I'm uh, one of the co-founders. Co-founders? Yep. So are you a VP? Is there a VP? There's VPP. I, I'm just his right hand man. Okay, so, so we're and just so that. you folks know, Neil and I did not do any research. Zip. All I know is these guys are building surfboards. It was waves all day long for crying was, out. Yeah, hopefully everybody got surfboards. But there is a a new surfboard thing going on here in town, and we're going to learn about it together. So it is called Swell Cycle. I do know the cycle is partially of recycle. Correct. <laughs> you matching up. You ma sure. you're matching up today with 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 save the waves, right? Yes. I was matching it up with cruise foam, kind of thing. Oh, gotcha. Right. And that's what I was. That thing came to my head was uh, the swell cycle and, and recycled something and cruise foam where we had here. Uh, right. Toby Corey. Another Santa Cruz foam right. brand. That's kind of a. But not surfboard related, packaging related more yeah. than anything. Yeah. But you guys familiar you, with those dudes, obviously, oh yeah, right? Oh, great yeah. stuff. Okay. And you guys just got a big, you got a, you just got a big award, right? Yes. Something, some, yeah. you won something. We did, but who's this guy? Oh, that guy. He came in a shop. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick no. Strong Svetich is Hang here. on, hang on. Just looking at and Nick, for the first time in ten years of the show, did we get your name right? We did, but that was on the run-up. So now Nick Strong Svetich. Oh Svetich, I got this, it too. Not, this not drinking things really paid this off because we butchered it. Because we butchered it. No, we. What are we gonna do for the rest of the show? I don't know. I have no idea. First quarter. Just so you folks know, Nick is with Save the Waves. They've done amazing things, and uh, we can uh, talk about the, that. that. If you're a surfer, you owe a lot. Um, yeah, if you visit some of the spots that you're involved with, and we will talk about that. Um, I don't know if you're in a huge hurry. I know you got small kids. You got to put him in bed, but I, you know. You okay, we'll go, with, okay. we'll go with him first, because he's going to go home for the kids. Yeah, pretty much. Hit CBS, get some diapers. No, I'm, I'm here also supporting. I think what these guys are doing is amazing, and so, like, anything that we can think about with, in terms of surfboard design and Creation in sort of a different way, less toxic and less, you know, harsh on the environment. That meets the Save the Ways mission, so I'm like a big fan of these guys. So I'm also the hype man here to be like, this is a really good idea. Well, I, when I first found out awesome. that you, all three of you, were going to be here on the show, I immediately thought maybe you were already having some because it's to me, saving the waves, what you're doing is saving the environment, is 
just perfect a, fit for what you guys are both trying to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to talk all the time because I think it's really important to hear what their story is and well, all that. But but Tyler and I, like, we hang out. We, we go on, you know, adventures and stuff. He's a Save the Waves ambassador for a long time. He consistently shows up and helps out, like, goes above and beyond all the time. And so, like, it's a pretty natural fit. So, like, I've been hearing about what they've been doing sort of from from Tyler, like, why he got involved. And, you know, if, like, he gets involved, then it's, it's, it's a real... Deal mm -hmm. and it's uh, and, it ha and it's got promise, so I think that's what's really. Cool. I, I want to just jump in Good. real quick and because I. Where do you want me to put that hundred? <laughs> <laughs> He's on salary now, folks. He's on salary. Just, just toss it in there. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want some people who have maybe watched the show, but I just wanted to circle back to the last time you were on the show. We were talking about San Miguel and the Save the Waves to make yeah. that one of the first, I believe, Mexican surf uh, reserves, if I'm not wrong? Yeah, there's a lot of, we have a lot of world surfing reserves. It was one of them. It was the first uh, state park in Baja. Gotcha, ever okay. Paid, which yeah. was kind of a long and boring process because there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of like paperwork and Mexican bureaucracy and just boring stories. And a lot of funny stories like, you know, the, the uh, whole building where they had all the plans for the park burned down. Mysteriously? <laughs> no, it's just like one of those things happened like, oh, we couldn't prove it because the building burned down. Oh, we couldn't prove it because we didn't have the right paper for the giant printer. But that's done, right? Yeah. It's, it, is, it is an official It's officially decreed by, yeah, the state of uh, uh, Baja California Norte. So. And not only that, but the lagoon and the, and the river that feeds has made that surface. Yeah, yeah. And so it goes all the way up um, like about, it's like, 40 as 144 hectares which i'm trying to convert into acres but it's like yeah a couple almost 200 acres of like the watershed mm -hmm. and that watershed pumps down all those cobbles for those of right. san miguel it's kind of this cool like cobble river mouth break it's, and it's, it's a it's magic awesome. spot yeah. and, that, and if i'm not mistaken was it going to be a harbor that was the plan yeah they had a harbor expansion plan they had like a bunch of buildings that were happening in the background there build this building further and further into the watershed and so yeah to keep it open also like for people that don't surf like it's one of the few green spaces in baja i mean in, in santa cruz we're pretty stoked because we've got like there's a park there there's a park there it's like you can like it's hard to like leave your house and not stumble into a park somewhere literally that's like the only park they have right the that's, only that, open the space public yeah, because yeah. like I think it's South Suarez, and there's a yeah. few spots. Yeah, there's like, like, people that live there. Are they taking care of that spot? Or yeah, no, people are stoked. They yeah, yeah. We went down. We just got to see. There was like a surf contest uh, last year in the winter, and it was like kind of right after it happened. Just like how stoked the whole surf community was there. Because it's a pretty big like mm -hmm. Mexican surf mm -hmm. community that popped up around there, and they're just like, this is awesome. Well, and what an awesome That's wave. So yeah. So I mean, I've, I've I've surfed San Miguel many times in my life, and I've gotten it past second jetty on ripping days. It's pretty darn and, good. Yeah, and it's a really good spot. And so preserving that, you think future generations, you know, your hard work. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about your great great grandchildren might be surfing that wave, right? And and reaping the work that you put forward. So. Reaping and ripping. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, anything open? It's, are, are we, I heard you say something about Puerto Escondido earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's your favorite wave, TC. I love it. If, if you want to get hurt, great spot. <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty much like 26th Avenue on steroids. Yeah. Um, but what's going on down there? Yeah, I mean, we've been working a lot in uh, Oaxaca now, so sort of moved from Baja to Oaxaca. 
a bunch of other places around the world too. But um, you know, so spent a lot of time in Punta Conejo. That was another wave that was threatened by a big port development. Again, perfect right hand point break, sand bottom, mm-hmm. amazing mangrove system. All to be destroyed, sort of like a port of Oakland type project. Which mm-hmm. if you think of Oakland on top of right. a pristine <laughs> point break, your mind kind of explodes. And then Porto, we just launched a, a, a campaign there. There's sort of like, you know, we had a bunch of the kind of big wigs reaching out, Greg Wong and everybody saying like, uh, the beach is getting smaller and smaller and it's less of like an A-frame and more of this, this giant shore pound because mm-hmm. they're losing sand. So they built a jetty at the north end of the beach so where you, oh, okay. you know, paddle out. And, and so the sand as it comes around, like gets caught there basically and doesn't replenish the beach. And then the building, like, it's been kind of willy-nilly building, you know, over so all mm-hmm. the time you've been there. It's like, there's just stuff on the beach now. Right. And so that also restricts some of the sand flow and causes other other issues. So it's really about, like, hey, let's figure out how to maintain this wave, which is, like, why everybody's down there, why the economy is doing well. And so I think that's kind of, like, trying to work with all the locals on, like... To bring it back to what it was? Yeah, just try mm-hmm. to, like liberate that sand like the fishermen maybe they can have something that's not so egregious and we need so, he, we need help with our sand here too well but that being kind of it's kind of what they what they're doing yeah. is kind of what happened with the harbor right it's kind of the same right. thing is they built so did they extend the natural little rock yeah they built they like built a little of that? a little jetty right. out from there you can see mm-hmm. it if you look in, in google earth and so it's it's just like you know like the harbor here right over time it's like you caught all that sand right because like the river mouth was the, one of the first surf spots outside of Hawaii that was ever surfed, mm-hmm. right? And it was a little A-frame kind of weird finger like the lane. And then once you put the jetty there, just that castle beach like stacked up and stacked right. up and stacked mm-hmm. up sand. It used to look kind of like West Cliff mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. East Cliff. And so instead of just sort of peeling off of there, it's just sort of choked with sand. And now it takes like that. That beach was here at Pleasure Point back then. Which is no longer a beach anymore. We have a sea. Yeah, wall. and you and you <laughs> lost the and you lost the sand. So it kind of like yeah, like when you do one thing on the coast, yeah. it kind of like there's sort of a downstream right. effect. Mm-hmm. Like if this happened down here, and you just kind of mm-hmm. keep you kind of keep like just chasing right. to try to figure it out. And that's Capitola actually why got a jetty. Capitola got a jetty yeah. too. Well, but the one the, 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 the Castle mm-hmm. Beach, uh, Seabright, you yeah. didn't used to be that didn't used to be hundred yards long. That, that the the waves used to crash up there on the rocks by the yeah, house yeah. where the houses right. were. Now that thing is hundred yards long. Yeah, it's like yeah, big, bigger. It's like three hundred. Yeah, it's huge. Right. I was out there the other day. I was like, oh my god. So it sounds like the local so surf guys are kind of into it. Uh, you, you know, Greg Long approached you to maybe get involved. You're involved. How is the uh, local government's position on this? Are they into it? Yeah, I think they just don't really get it, and so it's not, like, I don't think it's, like, a major like, we're gonna take these guys on and defeat them, necessarily. It's like, hey, look, the whole thing that's paying your gig is you're jeopardizing it. Mm -hmm. Like, let's figure out a way to make that work. And then as you building, like, it's not just keep building keep building, people keep coming. It's like, you keep building to a certain point, and people are gonna be like, this is completely, you know, the waves destroyed, the place isn't beautiful, the... No tourism. Tourism starting to decline, and so you want to manage it a little bit. And so I think that's the that's the idea. It's like trying to save the waves. I mean, it's it's all done by donation, correct? Yeah. So the work that you do is all is all comes under public public scrutiny and public health. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to go see where all the money goes, you can go on check out our what's called nine ninety. See what what donations we get. But yeah, we get. You know, we have. We have we actually have money from the state of California this year, which is kind of amazing. So the state granted us money to to look at like how specifically in Santa Cruz, 
how vulnerable are our surf spots to climate change? Like what's going to happen as climate changes and what are they worth economically? Mm. So like if we're going to, if we are going to lose this place and we could lose this place if we do a bunch of funky stuff, what does that mean for the economy here in Santa Cruz? Has that study ever been done? Because I've asked that question to our local politicians. What percentage of money that flows into this town is surf related? And they never have we're, an answer. We're gonna figure that. We're we're working on that right now. So part of it is like how much do people spend that are visiting? How how many jobs does it create? So what's the mm-hmm. how many surf schools and surf shops and ding well, repair and all that? The way stopped some, all of a sudden. The way stopped. What, what was, I mean, that would, people would stop coming. Oh yeah, I mean like. <laughs> I mean, a big majority. Right. I'm trying right. to even like wrap my head around that. If you had no waves, if you had no waves, waves, what would they? Okay, there would be mountain mean? biking. There'd be yeah. mountain biking. Hiking. Mm. Happy sacks. Happy sacks. Everybody, everybody, dude, you'd go to the skate park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's with the bags? Cornhole. Cornhole. 500 people. Like, yeah. Hey, guys, like, this is my yeah. ramp. I'm yeah. playing Smash Ball here. Yeah. Never seen you at this ramp, bro. Well, because but, but my, when I brought that up, my thought is is that you know families come here. They don't go to the boardwalk every week. Right. A family, but a family can come here and surf every week. And spend money and come in here and buy a t-shirt and go across the street and get a sandwich. We, the returning tourism yeah, yeah. that surfing is. That's what I, I call it that. Right. And um, it's off. It's like off. It's like different times of surf. Like today, like everything fired up, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, there's waves and there's people like, like I was talking to uh, Fran over at Steamers. I was like, how much, like, when you get a swell like this. Yes. Like how much? What's the? Can you tell how much the percentage of like increase in sales? Yeah. Just like it just gets way crazier. Well, I have, I have friends in the surf industry. Uh, region, currently, it's tanking. Yeah. Because they're having had waves. Yeah. It's been it's oh, been interesting. It's been a terrible summer, summer of yes. surfing. And last winter. Yeah, yeah. And, and last winter, last winter too. Was, yeah. The surf shops and the surf industry right. is feeling it. Interesting. And uh, and you know, there's a hundred people out there when it's flat, but they're not breaking leashes. They're not. You know, they're, they're basically sitting on a bench. In <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we also wanted to figure out like, um, so like, Cowles kind of had a sandbar this year, you know, and I I don't know how to figure this part out. I don't think it's really part of our study, but like, how many more people learned to surf, you know, for better or for worse that year because there was sand in an approachable place, mm-hmm. and then how how like how much did that drive whether it was sand and not sand? at Cowles to see the difference. Right. Because you probably, like, you know, there was whatever it was, like, three years ago, there was that oh, huge sure. sandbar, and like, yeah. everybody was down there. Right. Was a massive beach. Yeah, yeah, and you were just, like, yeah. people would just go and just, like, hang out for the day. You just, yeah. just like, yeah, we're going to have, like, kids were all, you know, surfing these little mm-hmm. microwaves. Everybody could go out there and hang out. The whole <clears> west side was down there. I don't get that in the sand. A little beach. Because as an example, 26th <laughs> Avenue this year had no sand. Like zero sand. Right. There is no sand there now, no and it's the end of summer. We should have a massive no, beach. When no, I was a kid, no, that was the beach. Yeah. yeah. There's no beach there, and I don't. It's the sand is such a. I don't know if, who studies it and who has the information for that. Are you working? Gary, on Gary Griggs. Okay. Yeah. He 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 knows like where yeah. more or less when it comes when it goes. It it, it tracks El Nino pretty well. When the um, creeks like up north sort of pump they pump out a lot of sand so a lot of rains pump down but it and then there's the, yeah and then there's like these scour events so how much the direction of swell i guess mm-hmm. is important so if it's like a wrapping 
more northwestern pattern, it'll like pull the sand sort of mm -hmm. down there. Right. But you get these like west southwest ones, mm -hmm. and they're kind of like they're like facing perpendicular to right. to, to six. So they're coming coming here, here and pulling, like right. coming here pulling, right? So I don't. I mean, I, I I'm like prognosticating. I don't know. But well, and like and sea level rises, you can't ignore that. That is real. Like yeah, that is. Too bad everybody didn't think that way. You get, you get like, <laughs> what you guys? We've seen it. We, we've grown up here, and it's like, uh, yeah, the water is now up to here on, you know, you on, a, like, on, a, on a, you know, on a medium, medium tide. tide. Right. There's no, there's on a, on a medium tide. Medium tide is a lot of water around. Right. Exactly. Right. It used to be only like at high tide you couldn't uh, like stand right. at Pleasure Point. Right. You know, like nowadays it's it's medium tide. Yeah. It's, it's a little dicey moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, can I just say the ways, looking locally, have you guys check the lane and see what's going on with the lane? Because yeah. it's a conversation I have with a certain shaper here in town, I'm not mentioning names, but it says that the lane's in trouble. And yep. uh, is, is, should you be looking more locally here rather than Port Escondido or yeah, other? Yeah, no, no, I mean, I think it's all connected. That's kind okay. of what was I, was I talking to earlier. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, we have this funny existence where we do a lot of stuff locally, but it's all relevant to sharing these lessons because they're going to deal with the same stuff, right? Like right. We're talking about the same mm -hmm. stuff, basically. And so we've been working a lot on kind of Westcliff and how to inform the bigger vision of that. Tyler and our whole crew. Yeah, I, I can just say there. yesterday we, we did, as far as what they're doing, they organized, Sean Burns and Nick, and they organized this paddle down Westcliff where we started at Mitchell's, and we paddled down, and beautiful day, and really took a hard look at all the... Um, destruction of Westcliff looked at the caves and looked at how far back they go and I mean there's caves like as deep as this whole store you right. know, 50 60 right. foot caves that are going right. back like underneath you know the the, the, the road it's like they, they just that, got, they, they kind of just the got, road gonna collapse just like, got discovered right that we just recently discovered it, or? it's gotten worse yeah. I mean way worse and the whole thing there when you see it from that vantage point of the water it really gives you a sense of how how gnarly it is and and these guys are doing something about it okay. so. and that crack at the slot the crack well yeah the, the crack, crack at the lake the yeah i mean there's that's the been that, i mean it's 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 like things are moving around yeah. there They're, are you the, talking about the, the chunk that fell off i'm talking about the no the new well the, the chunk fell off and there's a new crack there's a big crack that's mm -hmm. running like a big what like 12 feet of thickness of just, yeah. if that goes, that's going to change. That'll change, That'll yeah. change the lane. Because that rock sure. won't wash away overnight. No. Well, <laughs> I also thought that the one that, I mean, you guys probably saw the Surfline clip, right? Yeah, right. Chunk, yeah. And it's like this yeah. Volkswagen-sized chunk, like, falls off while people are surfing, mm -hmm. and everybody's like, like, watching and then, like, scattering away, yeah. you know, and it's all, it's, like, pretty scary, and then thinking, like, okay, well, that'll just get pummeled by swell, and by, like, a couple months, it's going to be gone. That thing's still, like... Right. It's like so weird sharp. shape, it's sharp, yeah. it's kind of well, sketchy. And, yeah. There's been a few rocks that have fallen off at Rockview, off, yeah. broken off, and it, it's like 10 years before yeah. they're yeah. Even, smooth. Even, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. so, right. Um, and obviously that's going to keep happening. Yeah. Are there other Save the Waves around the world, like or, or organizations similar to what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, I think we try to partner as much as possible, so like there's very few things that we do by ourselves, you know. Like we just had this um, uh, big coalition summit in up in Pescadero. We brought like 100 plus people from you know 15 different countries, and they're all partners. Tyler's there. Um, 
And it was pretty neat just to be like, wow, we don't do anything alone. Like we're always partnering with somebody. So there's cool little, you know, there's smaller type of organizations, a lot like in Chile and Peru and places like that, that kind of like there's big surf communities and so they want to protect their waves. And so it's like, why are we going to come and reinvent the wheel when there's people who want to do it and they're talented and like, let's work together. And so we try to do that as much as possible. And it was pretty interesting. I mean, we're, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary. I think that's, I think that's what Neil and I were talking about this first is like why we're wow. doing this. So yeah, I mean, it got started with like one guy's vision of, you know, how to protect waves and not lose these epic places in Madeira, which is a little island off of Portugal, epic big waves. And then it kind of like grew because there was that demand from local partners to be like, like, we need help too. Can you be a partner to us? So that's why we always had that funny coalition name in the, or, you know, part of the name. It's like we left it there on purpose because like we always work together with other groups. That's kind of the, the special sauce. The more than area, right? Yeah, I mean, you need, like, we're not going to be able to do it alone. all alone. Right. Or will they take you, I mean, like, I can see in Mexico, it's like, oh, the gringos are back. Yeah. You well, know, like, you got to have the, some of the, 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 yeah. the locals involved. And, that, and that's, I think, what's cool about that, this work for me, is, like, go, going to Mexico, and, like, we have this great contact, this guy, Woody L, who's, like, He's like, I need to help. I, I want to save this place that means everything to me and my family. How do you guys, how could I get help? You know, and then we're like, cool, let's figure it out together. We're here to help you. But we're not like, you know, the gringos march in. We're like, we're going to save your wave, you know, yeah. get out of the way. Like, right. yeah. people are like, fuck you, what are you yeah. doing here? Right, now? right, I get it. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of, and he's like, he's like stoked. He's like, I feel like I'm supported and I got this purpose now that's much bigger than me it's thinking mm -hmm. for my family the next generation like this place that i care about he's like and this gnarly like, he, he's gonna get into some i i don't like it can get gnarly in mexico and he's like i gotta do what's right i'm standing up for my place and like wow. if you're standing up like like i'm behind you brother you know <laughs> like, well feather in your cap for san miguel because that is um such a jewel it's a rincon of baja you know and uh you know and imagine the uproar if they decided to put a harbor at rincon you know, and so to save San Miguel for like generations of future surfers is amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of that. And you know, just so I, I also, I just want to circle fully back on you, Nick, because I met you. You were building, we, you were trying to build a skate park in Uganda. <laughs> yeah. We've had all kinds of crazy cockamamie ideas. Yeah, yeah but, you were but, like, oh, let's get. Yeah, well, let's do it, you know, and we did. We did, you know, those guys are so hooked up with John. Santa Cruz now. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they're like Sponsored by Santa Cruz. I think they're sending people to the Olympics and shit. Wow. The skate parks like went from like this little thing to like they have a full bowl. <laughs> like like <laughs> wow. everything they said they were gonna do yeah. happened. And I'm so like, yeah. You went to Uganda, so cool. you found that the broken mini ramp after, yeah, after yeah. the flood, right? Yeah, yeah. And you came back and we and we raised some awareness and some funds and then you went back and fin fixed it? I mean they they, they fixed it. Yeah. I, I just helped. But but was it John? Jack. 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 Yeah. Jack was the yeah. kingpin. Yeah, he was the kingpin. Yeah, and still... I've actually seen, because I uh, there's I know that the uh, Titus in Europe, and there's some people yeah. that are really Yeah, yeah they're backing him now. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. backing him. And, and I've looked on YouTube, and they do have a skate park now, and they're doing 540s and stuff now. Oh, they're like... Yeah, they're, they're ripping now. It's insane. A, it's so, yeah, skateboarding yeah. is super big in, in Africa, which is kind of a crazy thing. So, yeah, it's all comes full... It's like, so you just... Cool. Yeah. You just try to, like, whatever, help out along the way, and meet yeah. cool people and help them do what they want to do and they're doing cool stuff and I mean that's what you yeah. do you know you find you help all kinds of stuff you help all kinds of kids 
Well, it's just, here. it's just rad. You've been consistent, you know, and that's what's what's uh, what I applaud you for. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they're, you're educated, you're smart, there's other things you could do that could financially put you in further places. But, Did, yeah, that's but true. you know, but I just I might like, have yeah. I might have all the hubcaps in my van. Not the case. But, but uh, I mean, <laughs> the people who are watching right now, just be fortunate that there's people like Nick. Right. That you know, like you're actually really trying to change things. And if everybody just did a little bit, this world would be so different. You know, and so uh, I applaud that, and congratulations. No, no, thank you. Thank you. I, don't, I mean, I think sometimes I just sort of march in front of the, the parade and get people excited, and, you know, at the end I run around, I clean up after the elements, and but really it's the people in the parade that make it cool, you know. Right. And I think to tie it back to what they're doing, why I think it's cool is, like, we're kind of on the, like, this is when it doesn't go so good side, let's clean it up, so take care of plastic issues and water quality issues and climate mm -hmm. and they're kind of like let's prevent that from happening by making better products and so right. i think also like what they're doing to be thoughtful and i've been thinking a lot from the trips in like mexico and mm -hmm. stuff and like mm -hmm. like i was thinking about it this this term to, to like you know bring it back full circle it's like if i could go and sort of like go down there print the board that i want yeah write it and then like Put it back into the thing and have it have it get redesigned. Like yeah. that's such a cool idea. Because I was like, I was like, what board? I, I don't know. I got a board down there. It's like kind of broken. Why yeah. did I leave it? Oh, down? yeah. So, so I think like I was thinking a lot about your guys's model, mm -hmm. and you should educate all those people. We're gonna about find out about it right what now. What that is. Yeah. But I think like, like if you can, there's ways to really meet a demand of like sustainable surfboards for the board that you want for that time right. and then not have it just like well yeah we'll just like leave it down in Mexico yeah, or like right, right, break right, it and right, throw right. it in the garbage you know right, so I right, think that's totally. like you guys are doing something so cool and so innovative and I think honestly the surf industry needs a bit of a kick in the ass too mm -hmm. shapers are great because mm -hmm. they're making cool stuff right? Mm -hmm. right but there's like a bunch of like crappy surfboards out there they don't work so good so well and we'll, we'll talk about the shapers yeah, and how we and they, want to they work all with work them. together. Thanks, yeah. Nick, for coming yeah. on the show. Yeah, Nick, good yeah. job. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you. So, good so good two things about Nick before he goes. Oh God, we wrecked his we wrecked his name a bunch of times. Yes, time to get it right because we're so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. strong. Yes, But yeah. His yeah. moniker is his moniker and his uh, his part in the off the lip radio show. His big moment is he brought the shittiest beer we've ever had. I almost did it again. What was the shitty beer? He made you stop drinking. We're on the wagon. The Rainier. Man, that was my Rainier. The Rainier beer was... He goes, Neil, I'll bring the beers, Neil. I'm like, great. And then we tasted it like... Hey. He's from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, the Rainier beer. So that beer was... Generally, it's bad. It's an acquired taste, yeah. and uh, and when it gets really warm, which it's, apparently I guess that had been for it a while, was not good. It oh. doesn't get better. No. Right. So I almost I got these. Uh, I almost did it again. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. We have year old. Rain I have here. these old. I have these. Uh, yeah, there is the Kona beers. In the we have like this. Kona is our beer sponsor. Mm -hmm. Great beer sponsor, but they gave us like we, you know for this event that we had. We we ended up somebody ordered ninety five cases, which is a lot. Of <laughs> yeah, it's beer. a lot of beer. And then we walked, and we had forty five cases after the event to take home, which is basically like a truckload. A, yeah. You know how much it is. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's like an entire truck. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and so yeah. I have like you know half of a truck in my basement with this beer, and then Did some of it. 
it's put, out put in the out. sun? It's been out in the sun. I put it, it's like out in the garden. Oh, it's been sitting there. It's like faded. In the garden. Yeah, it's faded. Yeah, so anybody so missing? I was gonna bring you. I was gonna bring you the faded garden beers. Hey, we picked a great week to be. If anybody's anybody's out there, you, you invite Nick Strong Fetish to your to your show or program, whatever. Do not have him bring beer. I will not. I will. <laughs> I will not be invited. It's good that you guys stop drinking. So I just look in the <laughs> just, cooler just, and just, pass on the faded label. Yeah, it's a trick. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Nick. Nick. Thank you guys for having Thanks. me. Hey, by the way, uh, give us your oh, yeah. uh, information. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You yeah. go to savethewaves.org. Check yeah. out what we're doing all yeah. over. You can follow us on social. So save at the full, you know, mm-hmm. app that you mm-hmm. use. Save the Waves Coalition, mm-hmm. right there, and uh, we'll have a couple things. We'll be out at the um, uh, at the contest at Lane, coming back mm-hmm. again. Cold awesome. Water Classic, so we're always kind of involved in that. You'll be there. Someone can come and Sha- talk to you. Sha- I'll be in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, our team will be there, and uh, cool. yeah, we're we're you know check us, follow us out. We're doing mm-hmm. things around the world. We'll be in Portugal next week. These guys might be in Portugal too, so hmm. hopefully. Yeah. Awesome. Global know. Waves Conference. Global Wave Conference. I love yeah, that. Co- collaboration uh, with uh, Surfrider. You get the call to you, see, to come to the local no, live yeah, show. Yeah, live show. show. <laughs> you guys want to go to Portugal? <laughs> There's going to be all the Nazareth people we're going to talk about Nazareth. Oh, see, see. <laughs> Terrible wave. Yeah. Frightening. Beach break, though. Yeah, yeah you can. Yeah. <laughs> no part of that. You know, you know. It looks awful. Well, I've heard the best thing about Nazareth is that you do get washed up on the beach, whether you're alive or not. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> you will wash up on the beach. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's always uh, we will we'll, we'll kick you out in a second, but it always amazes me the photos when it's giant and people are like standing on the cliff. Yeah. And it's you know they're on a cliff. Right. And the waves just towering above the cliff. You know, it's just insane. So, insane. It's it's a weird, freaky place. I won't I won't take. I want, I want to make sure these guys tell their story, but it does yeah. it does like break in one place and make those big teepee, mm-hmm. and then it breaks like two thousand yards. Over here to the mm-hmm. next one. It's like, how could you possibly be in the right spot? I just, yeah. all I see is wrong spot. <laughs> it sounds like Porto Escondido. Yeah. <laughs> you kick out of the wave and your heart you, sinks. You're like, oh. <laughs> but how could it be that far away? Yeah, yeah. Like, so. All right, well, thanks again, Nick. Thanks, thanks for having yeah. us. I'm glad yeah. the show continues on to rock. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I'll do one, too. Well, sure that door's open. Is that door open? It is Don't open. let it hit me on yep. the way out. See you, buddy. <laughs> see you later, Nick. Yeah. All right. Well, that is uh, Save the Waves, everybody. And uh, Nick's doing a great job. Thanks, Nick, again. Have a great night. Yeah, uh, it's cycle. He's getting the kick. Thank you. Yeah. This is Nick yeah. leaving. I'm Nick leaving. putting the kids to bed. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd come and have more Guinnesses with you all. Thank you for not bringing the rain near here. I, I won't uh, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Later, Nick. See you guys. Okay, so as I said earlier in the show, Neil and I don't know what you two are doing. Okay. No, Patricio and Tyler from Swell Cycle. You guys are a surfboard business, and right. I, I know that uh, it's a recyclable surfboard, correct? It's in our name. Right, yes. so just you, does, does, tell us what you do. Yeah. Tell us about the whole thing. What do I do? Yeah, no, the whole thing. Tell us the story of when you started. And, and, uh, From the beginning? Well, yeah. So I was born in Mexico. Yeah. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no he was. So, yeah. I was born in Mexico, lived in L.A. for a little bit, and... Um, around the pandemic, I was trying to find a location where I could live um, that had some of my values, such as art and surfing. And so I chose Santa Cruz. Excellent. And here, um, I ended up uh, leaving uh, a job at Disney uh, to start the surfboard company, Soul Cycle. What did you do at Disney? 
I built robots. You built robots? Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. Yeah. What type of robots? Like um, who? Can't really talk about that. Oh, you can't? Oh, sh- oh, sh- sh- was, but, uh, was one of the stars? Yes. Okay. It was, uh, robotics. Okay. Um, general hey, Mickey, for, Mickey. For movies or for the parks? Um, for the parks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, we don't so, have to get too deep into that. So you've, you've been in Santa Cruz now, what, four years? Uh, yes. Okay. That's right. And, um, yeah, Soul Cycle. I've always loved the environment. And, um, you know, in, in the past, when I was in high school, I converted uh, uh, a VW Bug to run on electricity yeah. uh, as part of a sustainability project. It's okay. Oh, we have some uh, guests. <laughs> We're not just kicking Nick out? <laughs> no, we kick, more. we kick everybody out. Yeah, you'll kick me out of No, eventually. you're good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I've always loved the environment and SoulCycle is, uh, another, um, extension of that passion, um, to kind of do something about all of the climate issues that we're seeing and the pollution, um, specifically in the surfboard industry. So, yeah. And, and you know, the pollution of the surfboard industry has been prevalent for how many years? Since uh, since, uh, since they stopped coast. making them out of wood? Right. You know, pretty much. As soon as exactly. they figured out that petroleum products could be involved, uh, it pretty much messed up everything. Around like 70 years ago. Right. So we've been making the surfboards the same for 70 years mm-hmm. in terms of fiberglass and resin and foam. Right. And at Soul Cycle, right now we're focusing on switching out that foam component the core, um, and instead using a recyclable material, such as PTG, PLA, or nylon, to name a few. Light? Uh, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes weight can be a good thing, though. Absolutely. I actually, I, you know, I just got a new surfboard. Wow, well, hold, hold it. Yeah, but it's kind of heavy. Who, who, it's, who, how? It's a Channel Islands. Oh. Yeah. It's a seven-footer. And uh, it's, it's, it's cool. So I, I get it. Yeah. Um, where can people see surfboards? Are you riding those right now, T-Fox? Yeah, I've been um, riding them and doing a lot of the R&D for uh, a number of months now. And, and just to kind of go back on, on how I joined Patricio is he did a post uh, on Instagram saying, hey, I've, I've got these 3D printed boards. Does anyone want to try them? And I, I'm always loving... I think I saw a video of you first, maybe yeah. six months ago, you trying the board. Right. And, and maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. it didn't seem like you were 100% sold on it. Like, right. You, I think you noticed some things like, yeah, it's, it's this. Right. Too, no, I was that. honest. Right, yeah. right. I was honest. The, the feedback and... and but another thing was is that uh, my mindset going into it was this board's going to work like shit. Excuse my language, but it's 3D printed. You know, it's like, how how good can it ride? And you know, I picked it up, and it, yeah, it was a little heavy, but I took it out at Rockview on a two foot day, you know, and there's hardly anyone out, and I got a, got up on a few waves, and I immediately felt speed, and I, I felt this flex because they don't have stringers, wooden stringers, that I've never felt in a surfboard before. It was like this, 
this like you press on the tail and it's you get this projection of speed, which is really neat. Immediately. Uh, nope. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it was uh, slightly delayed. Yeah. It wasn't immediately because there is the flex in the board. Okay. okay. You know, if it's stiffer the board, the more immediate mm -hmm. you're, you're going to feel. But the more flex, the the the, the ever so slight of, of a delay you're going to feel, but you get used to that. So you, you press, you, you know, you press down on the tail and you're feeling like it's almost loading up. It's like that pressure underneath. And then it kind of like squirts you off. Like I'm making it around sections. And, and so I like come in, yeah, kind of like a spring. And so I come in and I'm like, wow, like this board didn't suck. Like, <laughs> this is cool. And it's 3d printed. And then I go and visit his factory and I see all the, you know, these boards are printed out of um, recycled hospital trays. You know, they're taking old hospital trays and, and turning them into surfboards. And, um, you know, and I met his other partners, Paul and Nathan, and just all the whole team is awesome. And I'm like, God, I want to be, so, I want to be a part of this. Factory. Yeah. I think of something big like Border here. Yeah. Is, that, is it? Is it is someday, someday we'll have some merchandise big like this. All but. good things start in a garage. Right. Yes. <laughs> when you were talking about the flexible tail, yeah. there was a, a designer out of Hawaii, Tinkler. Uh -huh. He did a Tinkler tail. Okay. That was a flexible Ooh. tail. And uh, and I actually had one of those boards. And it, it worked better for sailboards and surfboards, mm. but he actually designed a tail that flexed. Interesting. And it, That's it, super it, cool. then what you were talking about yeah. it brought back to me yeah. how that board rode. Right. By having that, and it did. Right. It, it, you were able to like load it up, right? And almost spring like yeah. a pole bolter almost. Yeah, you know, like exactly. it kind of had that feeling. Right, right, right. Um, right. But it was right. expensive. Yeah, it, it was. You actually, I, I believe you cut it into the tail. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it was like an addition to a surfboard. Mm -hmm. And Interesting. Uh, but I do get when you were describing that feeling. Yeah. It kind of came back to me yeah. of how that board works. Right. He mentioned hospital trays, right? To help make to take the surfboard or to use to make the surfboard, what other four or five things do you use? You like to get your hands on to make uh, these boards? Yeah, so right now we're working with some suppliers uh, from the Netherlands actually because they have a great recycling program, and they are the ones that are doing the the grinding down of these trays or um, you know plastic water bottles, the same material PETG. PETG, what is it called? Uh, P-E-T-G. Okay. I don't know the long name, okay. uh, but I can remember the short name. And, Plastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Um, and then they, they turn those uh, granules into filament, 3D printed filament that we can use in our machines. And, and it and comes on like a spool. It's like fishing line almost? Yeah, yeah really fishing line. Yeah. Uh -huh. fishing line. Gotcha. Exactly. Um, and uh, how did you, I mean, I know you have a background sort of in robotics how did that come about? What, where did we woke up one day and you're like, I'm gonna 3D print surfboards? Um, yeah, I mean, I've always had a passion for surfing. Um, I'm not a very good surfer by any means of uh, stretch of the imagination, but um, I love getting in the water and I love being near the ocean and I love the feeling you get when you catch a wave. And I just wanted to find um, a combination between robotics and automation mechanical engineering and uh, surfing. Hmm. 
Are, are you wanting to get this material that you get from the Netherlands? Are you wanting to be able to get to other shapers here? Like, for example, Santa Cruz. Are you want, you know, Doug Howard, Bob Pearson, or Peter, uh, John Mellor? Do you want them to use this material? And will Absolutely. They, will, do you think they will use it? But or are they? They've been, they've been so, you know, stuck in their ways, as it were. They've been using the same thing for like Bob Pearson, right? How long have you been making circles for? Uh, Thirty years. Fifty years or something. Something long time. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think you can get someone like that? to change and go with the material that you, you, you're producing? Yeah, I think Bob is uh, thinking ahead for sure. And I, Bob's yeah. a, well, Bob is a fourth thinker. I, 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 I just yeah, picked up is. a board yeah. from him this morning, yeah. and he also has one of our boards right now that, that he's helping out glassing, and we're working with other people in town. Yeah. And I'm, I'm speaking with different shapers in town, and we, we want to give shapers the... Uh, uh, another option besides so, the toxic right, foam, right? Right. Um, that they can, right? They're not shaping this, obviously, but we mm -hmm. want to give them an option to be able to to have their shape in a different material, and they would get a royal a royalty from right. it. We're still figuring out. We're, the figure, details. we're figuring out the details, but but we want mm -hmm. to make you know, like shapers. I've worked with you know dozens of shapers over the years and these guys are the hardest workers right and and craftsmen and and, and we want to just give them another way like they there's only one shaper right they so like if they have a wait list of eight months to get a board yeah why not get that model of their board in our technology right. in two months well, if you're 3D printing yeah. it, you're not making a big cement mold. No, you're just, there's you, way, there's you know what I mean? like way it's a, less it's, a, it's way easier because in the yeah. old Clark foam days, yeah. if you were going to get a model of a blank, it was a huge investment. Right. And, right. And, and you had to sell a whole bunch of blanks to, for the return. This, you're individually printing. So a shaper like Bob Pearson can call you and say, I need six density of the blank. Mm -hmm. uh, it sounds to me if the blank's denser, we can glass it lighter. Yes. Yeah, so because so, the strength of a board a lot of time is the core. Right, exactly. So there's a lot of things that we're playing around now with uh, our prototyping, and that's one of them. Yeah. Like how, how light can we go in the glassing uh, to use less uh, resin, you right. know, and less uh, fiberglass. And with and Clark foam, that's not sorry to interrupt again, but the Clark foam, when he blew the blanks, the, the skin was denser, softer in the middle. Right. Can you 3D print that way? Can you have the outside be stronger and the inside be softer? I mean, sky's the limit, right? Sky's the limit. It's Your imagination yeah. is, is the limit. Yeah. That engineering will come. Exactly. But, right. you, but you figured out the right. technology of recycling. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Because you're, you're basically laying down layer by layer um, each section. So 3D printing presents a whole new way of making a part mm -hmm. that you never had access to before. Now you can, like, kind of design the inside of a part. Before, you were kind of limited to the material. You know, it would be a solid block. Now you can kind of change the, the lattice inside. Mm -hmm. And right. that lattice... That's what we're talking about. Did, did exactly. you see something like that uh, right. jo Joby Aviation? Yeah, Joby has some crazy stuff going on down there. We went right. to Joby last month. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. 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 did. Cool. Tour. The 3D printing. Yeah, stuff. yeah, they're they're 3D printing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We oh, would yeah. love to get a tour at Joby. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, and you know, it's 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 an amazing facility. And I give those now that we again similar to what you yeah. guys did. We didn't know what was going on at yeah. Joby. Yeah, yeah. And we walked out of there 
Like, holy smokes. My psh. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Possibility. They're going to take over the world yeah. with this thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I think about with your brand, uh, what's going out in the middle of the ocean. There's basically an island of plastic out there. Right. Mm -hmm. How awesome would it be to get that we want into to. your surfboard? Yeah. Because they're sending ships out yeah. there. Yeah, and, and we can. And they're collecting it. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, right now we need a pretty consistent material. Got it. Right? It can't be a mishmash of all the, this, these Fish different and types. Right. And, you know, that's mm -hmm. not going to create a consistent product. But, you know, I mean, there's sorting ways to sort. The, the, the bottle caps, right, which are one consistent mm -hmm. type of plastic that, out of all that. And so there's ways to do it. So, yeah, we could be printing boards out of out of trash coming out of the ocean in the future. That's cool. Is that the hardest part is gathering gathering plastic to, to make yeah, the boards? Is that gathering the consistent plastic. Consistent plastic. Because if you start melting down, like, a bunch of different plastics, like... Um, uh, polypropylene and ABS and all this other stuff. They all have different melting temperatures. Okay. Some will burn if you yeah. try to melt them at a higher temperature. Okay. And so you'll get all of these like impurities and nasty stuff th that will get stuck. Right. Um, so the important thing is to be consistent right. with your hey, material. Do you, do you surf today? Yeah. Did you use that board? No, we, um, I, 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 I used a Bob Pearson gun, yeah. which, which went well. Um, but so, yeah, we don't. We don't have. Have you, have you yeah. felt a difference in the, since, that, since that first video that you made, where you? Yeah. Were to oh yeah. No, time? we're we're improving tremendously, yeah. and things are getting close. And um, the goal is actually to print this year a uh, 3D printed Mavericks gun and 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 write it out there. So, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that goes back to hold, hold everything. Yeah. A little weight at Mavs is good. That's fine. You know, yeah, like and yeah. so they're I'm right. out here saying. Right, right, right. right. Um, my favorite longboard ever was uh, this uh, molded Santa Cruz board that weighed 20 pounds. Right. And it was a 10 footer, 20 pounds. That's heavy for yes, a longboard. For sure. Yeah. But it would glide like no the tomorrow. The inertia. Yes. Yeah. Right. It would mean yeah. literally it was a. You could paddle it with. Once it got going. Yeah. To keep mm -hmm. the momentum with yeah. like fingers. You know? <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. Um, awesome. If I, I guess you know I, my point being is. Uh, your technology right now is suited for some things better than others when it comes to right. surfboards. You know, until yeah, right. until you're talking about, it. I get it. Right. I could, I could, I, I'm, I'm with a surfboard building background. I could see you printing like pillars inside this blank. You could do that. You know what I mean? And and creating yeah. flex patterns yep. Yep. through different things yep. and yep. evolution of this. Yep. To me, is very exciting. Neil, yeah. I think it's really right. cool. Yeah. You know, and yeah. yeah, I understand yeah. now why you're yeah. excited about yeah. it. So, okay. And so, uh, PETG is a um, a very dense plastic when you compare it to like PLA. You know, so we can go into other different types of materials, but we really like PETG because of like the the source where we're getting it from. Right. Is the cost any, is the cost a, a lot greater to than a regular surfboard to get your surfboard? Um, it's a little bit higher, okay. about the same, not okay. not too much, you know, because it has the story element and the recycling element, and we've only been around for six months, right. so we have to pay off some some uh, costs. And, and volume reduces co costs. Exactly. You know, so as yeah. as time goes on, and I'm sure sourcing connections with res sourcing for of recycled material. Yeah, actually, else. working outside of our garage is very expensive. But once we have, you know, more printers and a bigger space, yeah, the cost. The factory. Exactly. Yeah. Something it, like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're as, full of printers. As a, 
like you, you mentioned, like I, I know I was the first FCS rep in Santa Cruz County. I had to go to every shaper and show them a removable fin system. And some were like, get the hell out of my shaping room. <laughs> I know. It's and some were like, I'm interested. Bob yeah. Pearson was one of them. Right. You know, Ward Coffee. Like there was a few people yeah. that were visionaries. Yeah. As you've gone around talking about yeah. this, yeah. is there somebody in town that is that visionary that's like, let's do something? Have you... Have you gotten one? Are, are, you, are we to that point yet? Yeah. No, I, I, I think we're, we're not – I've spoken with a handful of, of shapers, and I think they're all open to listening and, and, and learning more. Um, but, you know, rightfully so, they're like, well, how's the board work? Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so that's what we're trying to really fine-tune and fine-tune. And I, you know, I, I think as a team, we don't feel comfortable saying – Oh yeah, we want to print something under your label if it doesn't work as well. Right. As well. Right. 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 No, we, exactly. we want we want to make sure that it's been tested through and through, and that these boards perform just as good as a normal board or, or even better before we really start saying, "Hey, let's let's work together." So, well, I know you, Tyler. The day you yeah. start riding it every day yeah. will be the day that I'm like, "It's ready to ride." <laughs> yeah, I, you know? I know. I mean, because you got I a team rider. And a partner, you know, yeah. and so, yeah, which amazing. is amazing. Yeah, you know, and Working so. With Tyler has been a, a dream. No, it's a great fit for both of you. I'm excited to see the future. Um, Not only because he's a good surfer, but also because of his sustainability outlook. Right. For sure. Yeah. 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 Know, when we're making decisions and stuff like that, he's always, you know, yeah. keeping me on, uh, on in check. Right. Is really valuable. He's not. Thank he's you. not faking that he's in, he wants to have this be successful and care about the environment. I I know Tyler. <laughs> guy. Totally. So I, I get it. For, I get it. For real go quick. Ahead, real, quick real, real quick. Oh, I don't think we talked about with one element that excites me probably the most yeah. is the fact that these boards, we want to at the end of their life cycle, right? If a board breaks, we want to take it back from a customer, grind it back down, put it in a grind it back down, and turn it into filament that goes into printing either a new board yeah. or new materials, floor tiles or yeah. whatever, it turns into something else. Right. Because foam boards right now with fiberglass on them, landfill. they go to the landfill. Mm-hmm. Right. They go to the, the city so backyard. So there's an end game. There's an end game. Right. There, there's, a, there's a full circle end game with this, which, right. is, which I think is needed. You right, know? Well, so, of course. Cycle. Yeah, the no, cycle. yeah, exactly. So, because so. I, I get a board, and like me, it gets dinged, right? I, my Bob Pearson board, God bless my love, but you look at it, it dings. Your, your, the boards that you have are they strong? Can I get them? Can, can I get them? Uh, can I get them fixed? If there's a ding in them, or what? yeah, you can totally fix them like a normal board. Okay. Small dings. Um, if it's a bigger ding, then we're developing a process where you just 3D print that section and just slide it right in and glass over it. Wow. As if it was a small ding. Um, and yeah, it, uh, we actually were um, testing these smaller coupons and dropping hammers on them. And we notice a few things. They don't uh, pressure ding, so there's no divots or anything like that, um, which is really cool. Right. You know, um, if it does break, there's a way to fix the, the columns and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, it's really nice to not have any pressure dings. Well, pressure dings equal higher resale when you don't have pressure dings. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So when you don't have a board yeah. that has a bunch of knee dings and elbow dings and chin dings in it, right. that right. that that looks pretty on when you get to right. the resale oh, yeah. part of its life. Oh, right, and right, when right. we all know that eventually 
Yeah. You know, it's and, 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 and big yeah. pressure dings turn into DLAM. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so that's that's kind of interesting. Now, can you use polyester and epoxy resin on that material, or is there a specific? Yeah. You can we, use we're using entropy, and we try yeah. and keep as, as much um, of our products as eco-friendly as possible. So, right. um, the entropy resin. Um, we're we're looking into different types of cloth, you know, flax, you know, all these different types of materials. But um, yeah, so we we can use a, whole, a wide assortment. So you're not married to one no glassing technique for this material. Pretty much, you can wrap it any conventional way. The ports are built currently. That's right. Wow. Yeah, we're just replacing the foam inside. Exactly. So yeah. Right. Most material you get from the Netherlands or Holland, right? Nowhere closer than that. I mean, if Holland's a pretty small country. Nowhere, nowhere in the United States you can gather this plastic from? Surprisingly, we did find a, a supplier, one supplier yeah, in the United one. States uh, that does recycled uh, materials. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of them are in the Netherlands. Wow. So a, a bit of a lesson to be learned for America, I guess, right? That our yeah. recycling is not uh, up to snuff. And no. I've been looking, you know. No, I want to find not. something close because yeah. we're all about Cost. local, right. you know, yeah. supporting our community. And I would have loved yeah. to find one in the Bay Area, but yeah. unfortunately, um, it's just not available. I, I will say there's an opportunity for someone out yeah. there yeah. To, to, mm -hmm. to do this. To, right. to, yeah. and, and there's a company called Precious Plastics. It's a, a, glo a global company that um, they set up workshops and hubs where they sell um, grinding machines, different filament machi machines. They have workshops, and it's all around turning old plastics into new and useful products. So look look up Precious Plastics because they're doing some awesome stuff. Have you, have you talked to guys at Cruisebone at all as far as using what they? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm I mean. Um, it's funny. It's I ironic. They they wanted to do surfboards right. originally, right? And they're like packaging is way bigger oh, market, yeah. And so it's like, um, well, like maybe you know because shapers are still gonna want to shape out of foam, right? It's the art of it. Maybe they could use a cruise foam, which is made out of shrimp shells, right? right? Shape your board out of foam. It gets scanned. You know, we print it. And and then that old foam blank can gets dissolved and goes into your garden. Right, right. right. So they shape yeah. it, you replicate it. Super. When, cool. when, yeah. when that yeah. blank comes out of the 3D printer, do we have to sand it? Do we have to do anything else to it, or is it smooth and ready to be glassed? Yeah, right now you just have to clean it up. Just rough it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. not Slight not a sand. major sanding because mm -hmm. um, you don't want to like go too deep. Yeah, and then you just glass. It's on pretty top close. Of it. Pretty close. Yeah, up. it comes yeah. out. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow. I mean, you have all the channels. We can do channels. Mm -hmm. You know, all the contours on the bottom. The rails come out nice. Because so. even the shaping machine, when it comes off, there's a, quite a bit of work to oh, yeah. finish the board. Yeah. And so, and time is money for surfboard building. Exactly. You know, so if, if your product's a little bit more money, but they're taking less time to finish it, off the machine, it's right. sort of a wash, you know. So, 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 totally. And and so, what kind of like I'm envisioning is shapers can take more time on one like refining one blank, just like hey, take you know, refine that because then once that's done and it's scanned, you'll have that design that could be printed with our technology for you know, for as long as you want, right? right. right? So, 
You know, it's not so much of this rush, like, I got another client, I got another client, mm-hmm. I got to get this board done. Right. right? right. It's like, hey, you want to shape something crazy because, you know, you have more time now? Now it's going to actually allow right. people to explore different right. more in different shapes. Well, that was sort of a, that was Surf Tech's goal. Yeah. You know, that was Santa Cruz Surfboard's goal when they were making the mold right. epoxy boards was that a shaper can make a master and spend a lot of effort on it and then they'll pop out replica. The problem is the high cost of making that mold. For because sure. Because once Absolutely. you make your part, your, your board, you're married to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you spend like, I don't know, $20,000 or more, uh, a lot more. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you have to pump out, you know, thousands of that Absolutely. same board. Well, and that's why, a lot, that's why there's a failure to that model. Exactly. Is that that model's hot for about a month. The manufacturer has to push that model out for 16 months, and then it gets dull, right. and then sales drop, and then you can't afford it anymore. It's like right. evil. You yeah. Know? So right, 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 right. I like I like what you guys are doing with the. Uh, and, and how long does it take to print a, a board? Yeah, that so about like uh, two and a half days. Two and a half days? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So we got to line up some printers. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. and that's right. um, are you guys, I, I know it takes investors, it takes investing, yeah. are you pursuing investors still, are you, do you have your yeah. financing lined up? Yeah, we're, we're looking part? into it, um, we do want to grow, so, mm-hmm. so, so yeah. how do people get a hold of you guys? Guy Kawasaki. He commented. He wants. He wants a ten four. That's right. So we're we're, we're watching. He's guy. a technology guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, but so because I know this, this is a. This sounds like this is not a cheap endeavor. You know, to get this up to a, a, a factory scale. Yeah. yeah, and and to be able to supply. Yeah. You yeah. know the, the system. So. Right. Um, I, I I hope that that comes. Situation. And you're welcome to come yeah, back yeah. here. You're welcome to come back here as many times as you want and talk about it. You can <laughs> okay. blow it up a little bit. Oh, for so. sure. Well, <laughs> I, I am excited about it. I love new surfboard technology. I, I really do. And I'm, I'm excited about it. And especially it's something. It's, it's also brave. It's brave for him to, for both of you guys to, to, it's, to take on this endeavor. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. brave. It's, pretty, it's a pretty entrenched, you know, just like the surf, skate, you know, like it's. You have you have people that are have been in it for Ever. forever, mm-hmm. and you know whatever industry it is, like when anytime there's there's change, you know, and people don't really know, right? The more they people get freak out, mm-hmm. you know, like what's that going to do to my job? You know, all these things. It immediately goes to like the negative a lot of, a lot of times, and and but we we want to a part of our mission is to educate people and and work with people and explain like how we can um y- you know be a symbiotic relationship yeah it's different so, too yeah. I mean, right now like i think of like who's the young shaper look dave burner you know like yeah, yeah. Just, just turned 50 or something right. you know like right. you are dealing with this kind of crusty yeah. stubborn yeah you know been in their routine for a long time right or they're dealing with a factory overseas right you know so you you do have a um it is going to be interesting how you're going to get these guys turned. I know how it is because I, I was when he showed up with this new <laughs> funky fin system, yeah, you know, yeah, and they're just yeah. like, beat it, Coop. Yeah. Um, and so you will get that, but yeah. it still it goes back. It's yeah. the Ward Coffees and yeah. the Bob Pearsons yeah. that are like, yes, I want that. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. and that's where how it'll change. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. so totally when one of those guys also. come into your camp, yeah, yeah. that's what you, you embrace, and that's right. another that's another quill back there, right. you know, like that's right. you right. just keep putting right. those arrows in there. Right, right, right. Totally, and you know, shaping is hard, and people can't do that when they're seventy. Right, they're trying. So, they, they well, are 80. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, uh, Doug Howe, personal friend right. of mine. Right. It's, it's the planer is not getting right. any lighter. Right. So, so, so total toxic and materials. It's not good mm -hmm. for your house. So, you, yeah. There's only so far that you can take that. Right. right. And so, for someone like Doug, this is a perfect example. Doug Howe, he's got so many amazing shapes. Right. We could, uh, you know, scan some of his boards. Right, and just amazing classic Doug Hout shape, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden, now all of a sudden he's getting checks in the mail. Yeah, right? off his off of his shape. Mm -hmm. Right, right, and right. he's yeah. not having to go in there and shape new boards. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know because he's he's built up that reputation of an incredible shaper, and people want his boards, yeah. want his shapes. But now we're allowing him, we're giving him an opportunity. To yeah. bring in some some income off of all the hard work he's put into. Sure. I'll tell you one thing. Exactly. Shapers love getting checks in the mail. <laughs> they <laughs> love it. So, not much work. Yeah. No. I mean, that's, and that's how you will entice them. Yeah. That's how you know we entice people to come into the Santa Cruz program. The shapers right. was that make a master get checks in the mail. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and uh, that's that's how you'll see that yeah. that change. You know, yeah. is they they do like that. And yeah. also, that's like I said earlier, time is money. Right. You know, and so it, it really does make a big difference. I love that you're here in Santa Cruz and doing this in Santa Cruz. You know, this is a you know, this is a board building town. Yeah, you know, it really is. It's yeah, one of the right. few yeah. that it, in anywhere that yeah. has such a core. San Clemente kind of is in that right. rank, you know, but there's very few more and more all the time. So you know, speaking, totally. speaking, speaking of shapers, we when we went down to Joby Aviation, we ran into um, to Nick. Palindrani. Yeah. 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 Nick works there. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be a good person. You got to knock on his door. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I know. He's, he was working two feet from that. that the, the biggest, coolest 3D printer there. Yeah, he wow. was. Yeah. yeah. And they another person is Kirk McGinty. Yeah. McGinty. You know Kirk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a visionary. Works yeah. for Google. Yeah. Visionary. Another guy you should go bang on his door. He'd yeah. be very, I'm sure yeah. he would be very interested. And I do agree. Those are the guys, you know, that, yeah. that love technology. Some surfboard shapers don't. Yeah, you know they're stuck oh, in their yeah. way, but oh, the yeah. ones who embrace technology are yeah. the ones that you'll see success yeah. Yeah. with. Right. And uh, and being that we're new, uh, we want to have you guys come back on the show. Cool. Yeah. You know, and we get Love updates. And we yeah. want to bring. Yeah. We want boards here. Yeah, I know. I yeah. want blanks. I yeah. want side cut ups. <laughs> I mean, I want. I want to show everybody yeah, yeah, what's yeah. happening. What's, you yeah, know, because we can talk about yeah. it, but yeah. it's such a visual yeah. thing. It is. It you know, and so. Uh, you gotta feel it. Yeah, you gotta feel it in the in the water. Yeah, yeah, and, and we're honestly, really close. We've yeah, only been around for about six months. Yeah, or so forward your back of your car. Yeah, right. well, the, the, yeah. when when you guys have the product that you're yeah. satisfied with, yeah, we'll get you back okay. on here. We'll blow it up. Perfect. And uh, we'll really get deep into explaining explaining to everybody what's going on. Awesome. And uh, and I don't. I mean, I honestly can't wait. Cool. Let's see what's going Thanks on. Thanks for yeah, Two yeah, Shields. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Neil. Awesome. Thanks, TC. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. You gu
Do we have a website up? Information uh, on the World Wide Web? Facebook, so, Swell Cycle. Remember swell Cycle Surfboards. surfboards com, yes. And then, <laughs> and then uh, Swell Cycle, just Swell Cycle on Instagram. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, you guys, that's some really interesting technology, and it's the future of what uh, we'll be dealing with in the surf industry. Right. Because I, for one, Neil, you know, I quit building surfboards because I got sick, and oh, really? I, I had a I had a, a tumor cut off my Jesus. finger, like Fuck. it was gnarly. And so uh, uh, it's not a clean industry, and anything we can do to clean it up, recycle, clean the world, it's better for everybody. Good luck with your new board, TC. Thank you. I'll see you in water Yeah. Uh, what's next week, Neil? What I, we got? I don't remember. We don't know. No. Well. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. T-Fox, I say it every time. <laughs> Thanks for having us on Santa Cruz Waves. Do you have the, uh, you know, yeah. the, the, final mid yeah. the final Midtown concert this Friday night with James Durbin? James Durbin, Midtown. It's going to be tight. Like 2,000 people there. The last one, which is always a big one. Did, yeah. did you call the cops yet and let them know it's the last no, one? No, that, that was for, that um, was for, that was for I, Jeff Weir's and the expense. Before we go, Neil, I yeah. just want to say one thing. Today I delivered 100 skateboards oh, to Bay Photo Lab in Scotts Valley. Larry, the founder... A resident of Lahaina, him and Nelly have partnered, collected. I saw the I saw the pile of surfboards that have been donated. There must be a hundred. I saw this. Yeah, Nelly. So I saw one board there today, Neil. Mm -hmm. This is like a ten four Greek, Oof. brand new vintage, probably worth ten thousand dollars. I don't even know, man. Shit. But they're they have they have boogie boards, skateboards, yeah. surfboards, fishing gear. Yeah, I mean, it was absolutely yeah, amazing, yeah. and I just, uh, you know, Larry, who founded Bay Photo here in Santa Cruz, he's a Lahaina resident, and uh, and I'm very proud of all the work. So Bay Photo, everybody support them. Uh, Nelly, good job. Love you, bro. We'll see everybody next week on the Off the Lip radio show.